Talking with Girlfriends is our outlet. It's our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Co-hosts Madness Shete Jones and Tennille Daniels explore how to make life better by doing it together. Join in as we dish on friendship, family, food, faith, and fearlessness. You're now listening to the Love Madden Podcast. Hey girl, hey. Hey. What's up, what's up? Glad to be back with you all. It is February, the month of love and black history, and we are so excited to... Already the middle of February. It is the middle of February. We're not going to talk about how the calendar just is flying by these days, well, you know, when we get older, but Mm. it is already middle of February, but we're going to... 2020 has been feeling like the, the longest year ever already. January was stressful. It was me. very stressful. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot going on. Yeah. So February is off to a good start. Decent start. Yeah. 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 So let's, hey girl, hey, with what I am loving okay. this month. Um, so a couple of weeks ago was the Super Bowl. And um, if you all saw the Google ad, Loretta, did anybody see it? Mm-mm. No, no, no. I watched the Super Bowl. I don't remember. Lo- Oh, the Google ad for Black History Month? No, Loretta. So, Google had an amazing... Loretta Divine? Let me stop. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. Google had an amazing commercial about the love between a man and a woman who Mm. had been married for... They didn't tell us how long, but it seemed like 40 years or more. Wow. And... um, I talked a lot about love and loss Mm -hmm. and how that had been a theme in 2019. And this was the perfect commercial to go with it. So basically, the husband is talking to Google and telling him all of the things that Loretta loved, Mm -hmm. whether it was her favorite place in Alaska, um, what he remembered about her and how she laughed, their favorite movie. Mm -hmm. And Google remembered all of these things. And at the end of the commercial, it said... Everyone needs a little help. And you could tell that the husband had been experiencing either dementia Mm. or Alzheimer's. And Google was the way that he was able to remember some of those key moments about Loretta. Wow. That thing touched my heart. I was crying. I was crying. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Not surprised. Exactly. You'll learn. I'm a little sappy. Um, Google has been coming through because I really love their Black History yes. Month most searched homecoming love most searched too. concert. Google yeah, that was they've been yeah season. they've been killing it. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you loving this month? Um, I would I want to stay on theme with the whole love thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, a good friend of mine, if you're in the D.C. area, Rachel, um, she has a grazing plate charcuterie board credit follow board her company Instagram follow her yeah this is not plate. this is not a sponsored ad um but we are gonna hype up our friends but we are gonna hype her up because she's killing it yeah yes. um it's called arlia board co so if you go on instagram it's at a r l i a b o a r d c o um, and she makes these amazing grazing plates. So I am actually ordering one for me and my honey bun for 
Valentine's. Ooh. Yeah, she's got some sweet treats on there. And actually, one of the special things that she has on the board um, for her Valentine's, you know, specialty board are these chocolate dipped oh. strawberries yeah. by another really good mutual friend of yes. ours. Um, and her handle is Dippin' Ain't Easy 32. And she makes the bomb strawberries, pretzel rods, pretzel rice krispie treats. She can do. You have yeah. an idea. She Ty can will make, make it, it happen. happen. Absolutely. So shout out to Rachel and Ty yes. and all the sweet treats they are whipping. I actually re reached out to Rachel and said I was going to order a Galentine's Day Cute. board. Cute. Um, I just need to pull the trigger on getting together for Galentine's Day. Yeah, you should. Because she has like the two to three person boards, the six people boards, all the way up to like, she does whole grazing tables yeah. for large events. So... Nothing too big or too small. So I'm I'm loving Arlia Board Co. and Dippin' Ain't Easy right now. Yes. Mm. What are we talking about today, girl? We are talking about love. Love. So, so many, many things. things I, no, I was on the wrong to tell you. I don't even I don't I think I had the wrong <laughs> words. <laughs> but that's what we're talking about. Okay. So all month we're talking about love. We had the Love Madden episode, um, the Love Me episode about self-love and self-worth. Self and today's episode is entitled Love Wifey. It's our marriage and relationship real talk. And as I say, how to snag them and how to keep them. <laughs> how to snag them, how to bag them. <laughs> I was, but I was like, bag them? Uh, so we're going to talk about... about you said what? A little urban for you? It wasn't urban, but uh, it, it just didn't sound... Oh, wait. Can we quickly go back to the previous episode where we did a poll about... Can we let that go? <laughs> Thank you. Y'all know what I was about to say. All right. Moving forward. <laughs> Thank you guys for your feedback on the poll. Yes. So today I have the opportunity to interview one of my favorite couples you all have been asking for this the single women want to know how to get a man oh how to make sure that he's the type of man you want to marry mm. how to get him to put a ring on it mm. and then the married couples want to know how to how keep it how to keep it going how to keep it going how to stay out of divorce court so today wait we, i'm gonna just say this we do not have the answers no we no, just no, have no. our experience yeah no we might and, not be able to help you and that's what we're here for, to share our own personal experiences. That's it, that's for the, all. You take what you can use and you can throw out the rest. That's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I have had the pleasure. I think I was there the first day that the two of you all met. I think you were. And I've been there. <laughs> many days since. I am actually Lewis and Maddie's third, third wheel. Man, we love that. I ain't going to tell y'all how long. I just felt like Jack Tripper out here. <laughs> or I don't know. Man, don't go I'm like, <laughs> but one thing that I can appreciate, and Maddie, this is like loves and she hates this, is that I'm Team Lewis. I it's be too love much, love Lewis. He does. You see how she put that long, the autumn O's in there? He's such an amazing guy. <sighs> he is. He is. But so you're my we friend. Are, so I am. Your friend, but I'm also Lewis's biggest advocate. Lewis has always like taken me under his wing, and I can't think of any time. Well, I can think of one time he kind of did me dirty. We're not oh. going to talk about it on the podcast, you know. But all of the other times, Lewis has always oh, held me down. Okay, <laughs> so that's why I love him. So don't be coming for Lewis. 
because I will come for you. Oh. You can come for Maddie sometimes. Oh my God, like, you guys. <laughs> this might be Tennille's last uh, episode on the Love Madden podcast. No, but we'll honestly, we're going to kind of dig into um, a little bit of their relationship experience. And they're going to talk about, you know, for my single sisters and single them, they're going to talk about how they got from friendship to marriage. And single brothers. Might be brothers that tune in because it's a brother on, you know. Well, that's true. Yeah. And then for all my married women out there, we're going to talk about how to make sure you're able to navigate the relationship in a way that's healthy and loving. So let's dig right in. You want to say something, Maddie? I was going to say, so Tennille's role today is oh, yes, a I'm little gonna, different than the usual. It is. I'm going to be an interviewer. No Gail King. Hashtag. I know. I was about to say that, and then I had to pause because Gail has been dragged. Oh, and I don't want to be that person today. I know. But I am going to be your, your favorite prayers. favorite Ooh. interviewer today, yes. and I am going to get everything, not everything, but most of the things you all probably wanted to know about how to have a successful relationship. Again... We are just, we don't have, I don't, I, you don't have the answers, but can Marcus, we celebrate? Do you, have a, uh, do you have some disclaimer can language? We, can we celebrate the fact that you all do have, I a mean, successful marriage, that's true, is defined that's differently. True. So true. let's celebrate the fact. don't want the pressure of. Okay. Well, let me take the pressure off. Oh, Lord. Maddie and Lewis have a very real relationship. Thank you. That is successful. That's right. Okay. I can dig that. And we can celebrate that. We need to be celebrating this black love. I'm not on here saying that Maddie and Lewis are perfect by any stretch of the means. But they are a couple that I look up to. And so I wanted to. All right, cool. That sounds yeah, better. I like that. Whew. Do y'all see what I deal with? <laughs> so let's start. So I wouldn't be representing for my girls if I didn't start with the question that every single single woman Ask their mama, their hairstylist, the barber, whoever they come in contact with. Where can I find a good man and what do I need to do to get him? I'm going to start by first welcoming the love of my life to the show. Welcome, baby. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, okay, so I'm just going to speak from my experience. I'm sure there are lots of places that people meet people. This is the last time I think that, that you can say, I'm going to speak from my experience. We got that far. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lord, do you guys see what I deal with? Um, <clears throat> so I'll share where, well, let me, let me stop prefacing before she get me. So how I met Lewis um, is I was actually walking in my purpose. This is what I tell people. Mm -hmm. I was doing what I was supposed to be doing in that season of life. And that's where I met him. We met, uh, we were both working for nonprofits that we had started with our friends in and around the city. Um, Tennille and I, along with our good girlfriends, Janisha and Erica, were working with Divas MPH, um, women's wellness, health and wellness, community service work. And Lewis was doing similar work um, for young people in the DC area. And so the two organizations actually teamed up um, to do a Thanksgiving uh, Feed the Hungry situation. And a mutual friend of ours, um, Ebony, shout out to our mutual friend, kind of planted a seed that she thought that the two of us might be a good fit for one another. And both of us just at first blush were kind of like, yeah, it's not what I'm looking for. I don't think so. You know, thanks for the thought, but we're good. Um, but over the course of just continuing to just do the work and focus on what I was working on, I got to get to know him and I really got to 
like him and more than that, really respected him. Mm. Um, and yeah, then that just kind of changed the game for me. But when I first met Lewis, I was, uh, I had hearts in my eyes for someone else. And so I wasn't, I almost missed my daggone blessing. Hey, hey ladies, <laughs> it's a word, okay? <laughs> Repeat it. I <laughs> almost missed my blessing because I didn't have my eyes focused on what I was supposed to be focused on. So mm. it was almost a distraction that came in and, mm. and changed the trajectory of my life. But God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Stupid. So yeah, that's what I would say. Like whatever you're supposed to be doing in that season, focus on that. I don't have any tips and tricks about, you know, going certain places, looking for men or seeking them out or whatever. I mean, I know you have to make yourself available. You mm -hmm. can't just be sitting in your house doing nothing. Right. Um, but I think just focus on the thing that fires you up, the thing that you're into. Um, and I think if you're working on that path and you're being diligent, you can't be so much into it that you got your head down that you can't see anything. Right. But I think if you're, if you're being purposeful... Um, and progressive, you will be out in the community, and I think that that'll be where you find somebody. Lewis, yeah, tell me that about that time you met Maddie, how you felt. <clears throat> oh my, <laughs> how I felt. Um, she pretty much summed everything up she as far did. as she how, went a little long. how we how we met. <laughs> um, but she's actually correct. Neither one of us were looking for anything. And when Ebony said something, I was like, oh, she cool. All right, that's what's up. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. We, you know, it wasn't nothing real serious. Right. We were just hanging out. Mm -hmm. um, I know, because I was hanging right with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you actually were. I did think he was cute. He had these long locks, and I was like, mm, he might be a little close to the streets. I just <laughs> wasn't clean cut, so I wasn't sure. So I was kind of like, nah, I don't know about this. But he's, it's Further, nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah, once you get to know me, yeah, uh, exactly. It's a lot of layers, a lot of layers to me. Mm -hmm. Don't um, judge a book by its cover. That's another, that's hey. another little nugget right there. Yeah, you mm -hmm. got to get to know folk. Definitely not the clean cut guy that she was looking for. Looking, I was used oh. to dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, right. But after hanging out with me, she saw uh, who I was, my she character. She saw the best. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much that's how it, how it went down. Uh, my advice or mm -hmm. my nugget. Right. She also that what she said is actually correct. What I would say to my sisters, to Tanil, mm -hmm. anybody. Um, do do your purpose. Move around how you normally move around. Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely keep your head up. Keep your head on the swivel. Right. Um, make it so that you're approachable, mm. not closed off. Bingo. So that's you know that's a that's a major thing. If you get in mm -hmm. your car. Drive to work, get back in your car, drive home, and you say, "I can't find anybody, or nobody's approaching me." Hmm. You're, you're not available. You're mm. not. You're not putting yourself out there for somebody to. I'm telling you, real, real, real guys, hunters. They <laughs> hunters. will come after. Ooh, you. Hunters, I like. Yeah, that. if you're if you're there, if, if you're in this line of sight, they will come at you. Hmm. So you know you have to make yourself available. Maybe go to a happy hour. Whatever it may be. Whatever know? it is. Speaking of happy and put on a happy face. Like yeah, I, that's I, I'm, true. I feel like I'm just naturally kind of like, a, I make eye contact with mm -hmm. people. I smile at folks, whatever. So it, I don't think it makes it more you know, difficult for a man. Because just from the man's perspective, right. it can't be fun trying to like, be the always the one to have to. I don't know. I'm not a man, but to mm -hmm. do the approaching, then you have to get used to the rejection and all that stuff. Right. So it's like our part is not that hard. It's, you, you know, we have the. The we're on the receiving end, mm -hmm. but sometimes we make it harder by like being shut off and right. mean in the face and all that kind of stuff. So you know, 
we can just smile and be pleasant. And go back several years ago when y'all first met. At that point, what was your definition of a quote-unquote good man or woman? Because everybody's like, well, all the single women are like, I want to find a good man. And the men will say, I'm having a hard time finding a quality woman. Mm. That's quote unquote Mm. good. Mm -hmm. So what did that look like in your single season? Mm. Um, You wasn't looking for no one. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was out here just moving around, trying to, you know, build some things within myself as far as business-wise, money, right. set myself up for success as far as that's concerned. Um, so you didn't have, I mean, I know women have a list. I'm not saying you no. had a list, but you didn't have certain characteristics in mind of the woman you wanted to be connected to whenever she presented herself to you? Um, No, definitely not a list. It's the mm-hmm. same way that I approached women was the same way I shop. I know it when I see it. Mm, okay. You know. So then once you get to know the woman, were there certain characteristics that let you know, like, this is the part, this seems like a quality woman? Absolutely. Like, okay. Yeah, absolutely. So what so, are those characteristics? Um, Thank you for the assist. Uh, <laughs> Got you. High character, um, trustworthy, mm. um, loyal, uh, God-fearing, mm-hmm. uh, values, respect. Mm. Uh, mm, those are a few. Okay. Things that you know. And Maddie. So for me, I I was coming off of a season where I was really like concerned about finding a husband Mm -hmm. in my mid twenties. I don't know why I thought that was necessary at that point in life, (laughs) but you know, people are like, "Why if you get out of college and you miss the window?" You know, they'd be. So I was thinking about thinking about pressure, pressure, right? And it wasn't really working out. And I had just come off of that, and I was like, "Whatever, I'm gonna." focus elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had, you know, made like a celibacy pact with myself mm-hmm. and I was just really focused like on internal, on internal things. Um, and like really focused on my purpose. And so I had scaled back this quote unquote list okay. that I had previously had. had right. Um, and I, it was more about the core of the person. Mm. So I really didn't recognize the things that I was looking for until I got to know him mm. because they weren't things that you could really tell just at face value. Okay. Um, so like one of the things that people talk about, well, you need a man who is financially stable and this, that, and the third. Well, when I met Lewis and we were in our twenties, he mm-hmm. was back living with his parents. Mm-hmm. But once I got to know him, I realized that he owned property, mm-hmm. that he was renting out and he had established a lot of things when he first came out of school. But if I had just taken a look at the list face or face value or at face value, mm-hmm. then I might've missed that. But mm-hmm. just kind of getting the opportunity to know him and have the conversations, I realized that he was more fiscally responsible than me. Mm-hmm. You know, he was able to help me clean up things and pay off things once we got into, you know, more serious, serious. in our relationship. Right. But at face value, I wouldn't have known those things. I saw him going out and spending money and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I wouldn't have known that level of maturity. So my thing is, it's good to have those core values, those non-negotiables, but you you don't know if that person's good for those things till you Give them an opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love it. So in episode one, I mentioned that my word for the year is prepare. Um, And one of the roles that I'm preparing for is the role of a wife. Uh, So what did you do in your season of singleness Mm. to prepare yourself to be a wife, in your case, Maddie, and a husband, in your case, Lewis? Um, So 
I the first thing that I did that I think is really pivotal that people might not think about is I started praying for my husband. Not praying for a husband, mm. but praying for my husband. So just in my normal prayers, I would say, God, just keep... I knew he was a, existed he in, was the world, right? in the world, right? He was out there. So like, just keep him as he comes and he goes. Mm. Keep him healthy. You know, let the work of his hands be prosperous. Like I would pray prayers like I pray for Lewis now. Mm. So I felt like if I want to be a wife, then I should start taking those actions even before, like they say, dress for the job you right. want, not the one you have. Yes. Um, so what kind of wife do I want to be? What kind of mother do I want to be? Do I want to keep a clean house? I want to cook. I mm -hmm. want So I started practicing those things in my normal life, mm -hmm. in my singleness with my friends. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like I was trying to hurry up and figure out those things right. once I got married, because there is a lot of other stuff to learn, to learn. once you get married. Mm -hmm. But the, I think the biggest, most pivotal thing for me was I was praying for my husband. Same thing, I prayed for my baby before she was mm -hmm. born. Yeah. Sierra, mm -hmm. Maddie, you're next. <laughs> Insert your name. Pray for that husband. Lewis. Uh, what did I do to prepare? Um, <clears throat> me, um, I would say, like I said, financially and all those things. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I, my model is my dad. So mm -hmm. how he protects and provides yes. and advises mm -hmm. and you know, sets the standard. He set the standard for my family, right. how we move, how we do things, mm -hmm. what we're going to do, you know, so so it kind of, you know, we all feed off of him. Mm -hmm. And pretty much, I just was following the blueprint that was already set forth for me. Mm. So I knew at this time, this is what I wanted to accomplish. This, this right. is what I needed to be in life. These are things that I'm working on. And everything would come into play. Everything, you know, would fall we'll together. Fall into and place, yeah. to prepare myself, I couldn't, I can only prepare myself so much for Maddie. Or uh, for whoever it was going to be, mm -hmm. um, because you—it was only going to be me. Yeah, because because you because you change again and you alter because right, you yeah. don't know what this person needs. Right, you That's know, true. and then so, the person changes because yeah. yeah, you all are together, right? Yeah, somebody in their, in their late twenties and somebody in their late thirties is is different. It's completely different. Right. I agree. I agree. So did this? Um, how you had to prepare change once you all got engaged? Yeah, yeah I, it, was, it was it was it was yeah it was different say. it was yeah. different for me. And tell Just me how how I how I move around. Tell them tell them. Yeah. We the need the, we, we need we need the um uncut and raw version. <laughs> okay. of how um, I moved around. So I, <laughs> I'm I wasn't used to um not per se like checking in and yes. calling and doing these things. Accountability, you know, mm -hmm. accountability, okay. and mm -hmm. and that's that was big and that is big. That's mm -hmm. very big in a relationship, mm -hmm. you know. Um. That's I just I always was I move how I wanted to move. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stay out, do things, you know, handle business, make a stop before I go Come home, home, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, those things had to they didn't have to cease, but they had to be, you know, communicated. We, we needed to check yeah. in and, and just check the pulse of what home is like. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to go home. She's not feeling well, uh <laughs> some things Something. going on. Right. You know, she hungry. I you know, I'm still out here <laughs> <laughs> running around. So that was That's that was life. a big adjustment for me, you know. It it had, it had we had a lot of little heated discussions in the mm -hmm. beginning, okay. and I understood where she came from, right? You know? So that had mm -hmm. to, you know, some and adjustment. Then what about some like some things that you cut, like some sacrifices that you made? Like I, one I'm thinking of is like you sold your motorbike. Oh, motorcycle. Yeah. you know, like you cut your dreads. Was that what yeah. was that? That, well, that one. That was for not her. for that her. No, that me. was for you. That was, you that's know, true. that's where I was. That's what but I wanted. The bike, to do. you know, you were the wanted to put money. Yeah. So So a lot of things. Prepare. Yeah. yeah. I was just preparing for things, paying off stuff, doing things. Sold my Love motorcycle. It. Um, 
working a part-time Yeah, worked a part-time yeah. job, did a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm always Find hustling. you a hard-working man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so. a lesson. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you provider, yeah. protector. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all better be writing Sometimes these notes down. Sometimes for men, though, I will say, um, or with women, there can also be the opposite end of that. You have a very hard-working man. Women mm-hmm. still have other needs as well, like emotional needs and a need for close connections. Connection. So if you got a, yeah. a, a dude who got a full-time and a couple part-times and a side hustle, from the outside, it's like, man, he grinded, he's providing for his family. That's it's great, true. but it's like, I miss you. You know, so that's another home thing. Home needs you, too. Home needs you, too. So I think that checking in, too, is that gauging the temperature, like, uh, maybe I'll pull back. You know, even if you are working and mm-hmm. it's for the greater good of the family, that communication, that thing is critical. It's key. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Lewis, how did you know when you were ready to make Maddie your wife? Mm, the stars aligned one night. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's like, no. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of things, it wasn't It wasn't just one thing. Okay. It was a lot of things that just just came into play or she showed who she really was mm. and I was like nah this 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 is where I need to be she legit this is who she yeah because mm-hmm. it, it it actually takes a while for people to really show who they really are mm-hmm. you know so rushing into things I've never been one to rush into Mm-mm. major decisions mm-hmm. you know she'll ask me to do stuff now and it may not be major to her but it's like let me think on think it on let it, me right. sleep on it let me you know get back to you in a day or two so it took me it took it didn't take me long it didn't take mm-hmm. me a real long time to, mm-hmm. for, for me for us to get engaged um, but as she got comfortable, I got comfortable. Mm-hmm. We both were vulnerable and mm-hmm. showed different signs, showed mm-hmm. different things, and we got to see who each other really you were. You saw each other yeah. in different seasons yes. of, Absolutely. Right, of Absolutely. life. He would always say, like, nah, we need to get a couple arguments under our belt. Because at first, we were friends for a while, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so it was like, meh, I don't know, because we're just chilling. There's no pressure. There's no right. nothing, but it's like, okay, but that's not like life. You know, so right. I remember once we had like our first big argument, he was kind of like, this is what he was. He said it like, this yeah. is what this I is need what I needed. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. you got to put the fire, you know, the, the put some pressure on that thing right. to get the goodness out of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, love it. All right. So now I'm going to ask the question that I struggle with as a single woman out here trying to find a man mm. to choose or be chosen. That is the question. So Proverbs 18.22 says, He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor with the Lord. And so one thing that I struggle with, and I'm sure our other single listeners do too, is how do you balance uh, you know, the the man being the hunter and then the woman, you know, kind of taking on some of the role of being an initiator in this current kind of dating climate that we're in. Maddie? So I, I like what the good book says about being hunted, so mm-hmm. to speak. But I do think you have to make yourself available. Um, if you're not like in the jungle, you can't be hunted. So if, you, <laughs> if you're home, you know, if you're <laughs> behind closed you doors, be your yeah, you can't be on your couch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even something like um, being on a dating app, I think that's making yourself available. Okay. Um, yeah, that's just my thought process. Like they used to say with the DC lottery, you got to be in it to win it. In you it to that? win it. That is very <laughs> you have true. To be, you know, so <laughs> if you're not looking approachable, available, if you're not social, if you're not out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also don't think it's a bad idea to make the first move, so to speak. I don't think that's hunting. I think approaching somebody, waving, smiling, sparking up okay. conversation. I don't know. Those kind of things come natural to me. I don't see that so much as 
pursuing a guy. Pursuing. Yeah. You just see that as being nice and approachable. Lewis, from the man's perspective, how do you think women should navigate being the initiator um, in a first interaction? Oh. Mm. Um, initiator. That's tough. Sending a drink. That's safe. Um, okay. If you're open to do that. You don't think that's too forward? Um, not like after if you you've were been just, at the bar for a while. If you're like sitting around at the bar watching a game with your guys and a girl randomly sends you a drink, he's like, oh, here she come. <laughs> Thirsty. But that's like an invitation for him to come over. Yeah, it start, It can start a conversation. All right, just I, I'm not a man. Just yeah, asking. it can start a conversation. Um, I'm just trying to think of ways that that's not putting you out there as a woman too much. Um, I don't think that is. So you think a woman should be the initiator? No, not oh, at all. Okay. She, the question was, how could... If she were to yeah, be. Yeah, if she okay. was the initiator. So what do you think, though? What's your thought process on the whole thing? I think the man should do the honey. So Definitely. we should kind of stick to these more traditional roles of the man being the hunter, right. but the women need to put themselves in a position to be hunted. Is that what I, we're saying? I mm -hmm. agree with that. Yeah, and yeah, and like I said, initiating conversation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I mean, you might have seen him and he didn't see you, so mm -hmm. at least get in his line true. of sight. Mm -hmm. You know, or uh, do something to do something to attention. make him know yeah. that you're looking, and that, then yeah. let him do his thing from there. But what about like getting down on bended knee to propose as nah, a woman? That's, that's enough. Though. Yeah, I wasn't even taking it that far because I'm not. I mean, I'm I see not that. No, on, I have seen that too. Interwebs. I'm not that progressive. Not knocking anyone who is that progressive. That's just not how <laughs> do it, I'm going to move in this world. <laughs> but um, I, I like I said, I, I do struggle with. You I don't want to come off as too forward because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I want the man to, to lead in the relationship mm -hmm. and I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, chasing this man. And so I think in my mind, I'm setting the stage from our uh, initial interactions mm -hmm. and even for once, that behavior. So, but I do agree that it's good to be approachable. You know, you can look someone's way, give them a long glance, let them know that you're interested, say hello. Absolutely. Like all those things that you just said, I think are, um, good ways to open up the um, opportunity. You get and at that point, it's his to take. You get right. But now we're going to move into some conversation for our married listeners, those who you know want to enhance their marriage, um, who may be struggling. We want to learn from your experience as a married couple, and we're going to do that with a series of rapid uh, fire questions. So the first question is: Share the single best thing about your marriage, and I'm going to start with Lewis. <laughs> our friendship. Ooh, friendship. <laughs> Let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> oh, that's so special. Yeah. Yeah, friendship. Friendship. Okay. Yeah. That, that's another nugget. Like you have to have a, I believe um, you have to have a strong foundation in friendship. You need something to fall back on when things get a little thick. Man. What's love got to do with it? Right. right. That's what you Tina Turner always, said. You don't always feel in love. Mm -hmm. you know, so. Maddie, for you, share the single best thing about your marriage. Single best thing about marriage is sex. Mm. Yeah. It's like it's good and fun and safe and <laughs> <laughs> you feel free. You yeah, talked you about free. some of that conviction earlier. So Yeah, just open communication and just like Yeah. And then he said friendship. So it's like having a sleepover every night with your best friend. 
the best kind of friends with benefits the best kind of sleepover i love that (laughs) all right so now we're gonna move to share the single most irritating thing about your marriage maddie uh arguments that repeat things that we don't die we multiply so like Mm. uh they're not exactly the same argument, but they're like the same argument dressed up in different clothes. Mm. So it's just like our communication around certain topics. It's just irritating. Arguing period is irritating. Okay. We, we argue better now. I think we, we fight clean and there the duration go. of the arguments are a lot shorter. Got it. We don't have time I to be mad for weeks. Well, that's. Days. Good that you all agree on that point. Mm -hmm. Lewis, so how do you think you got to a place where you were able to get those arguments to be, you know, shorter, um, you know, I guess more succinct? Uh, How'd you get there? Uh, Communication on my part. Um, Saying what I did wrong before I try to defend myself. And then sometimes coming back at the end and explaining my train of thought or why I did what I did. But... You know, communication, I had to see how she receives things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's pretty much the how thing that helped. Yeah, yeah, short, yeah. Sh- shorten the length of the argument. Shorten right. the length of the argument, keeping it from going to another level. Um, and better communication means different things for different people. So for right. you, it means talking more. For me, it means being more succinct. Mm. So start talking less. Talking, talking less. less. Yeah, right. starting with my main point, because that might be my only point. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And another well, thing, it, yeah, he might write that only, in my, write that in my journal. First Twenty seconds, <laughs> right. and then you've lost them. Yeah. Um. And so, Lewis, you've mentioned, you know, that you knew that you had communication issues. Is mm-hmm. that something that you were aware of prior to getting into a relationship with Maddie, or is that something that you uncovered in the midst of the relationship? Um, uh, in the midst of the relationship. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't even call it an issue. It's just mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not much of a talker. We have That's, different communication yeah, styles. Yeah, communication style. Got gotcha. you. If, you know, I'm a doer. If mm. I tell her, if she says something, I might just go ahead and start doing it instead of being like, all right, babe, I heard you. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it then. I'm going to do it. Yeah, i just do it. Got gotcha. you. All right, next question. Share one way that you regularly invest in your marriage. Lewis. Hmm. 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 Um... I guess working on my communication style um, and I guess bouncing things off other married people. Mm, okay. I got a couple dudes that I talk to on a regular basis pretty much every day and we'll uh, bounce things off each other and, you know, they'll check me if I'm not doing right. And mm-hmm. even if it gets to a certain point, I reach out to my pops. He usually gives me great sound advice. I love that. Maddie, how do you invest in your marriage? So I have a monthly group of women that I meet with called My Wife Tribe. Shout out to the wives. Um, And we have essentially a a love matting gathering. So we get together, we kind of decompress, we have food and wine and talk about what's kind of going on in life. And then we every month have a a topic. Um, So we usually we chat in text throughout, Mm -hmm. you know, over the weeks and then we'll come together and be like, all right, this month we talking about this because we're all feeling this or somebody's got something going on real strong. So Mm -hmm. um, that's been valuable to me because a lot of my traits that I see in myself, I see in my friend's husbands. Mm. So they'll be, you know, complaining about he did this and this, that and the third and he won't shut up about it. And I'm like, oh, shoot, Mm -hmm. that's me. So it's it's 
valuable for me to hear basically my husband's side of things, mm-hmm. but in a in a not tense situation, situation you know, yeah. just kind of like separating myself from it and being like, ooh, okay, mm-hmm. I see how that's problematic. So that's valuable for me. And then that same group of us, we try to get together um, every quarter with our husbands. Okay. We call it the couples crew. So we have cookouts and game nights and all sorts of stuff. And we always try to implement opportunities to, um, we do this like anonymous question jar. Mm, so cool. the different couple or different individuals will like put something in and then all the couples will respond with maybe how they've dealt with something like that or okay. what they think. Um, it gets pretty intense, but fun. And this is a safe space to be able to kind of, I think especially for the men, Mm because I don't think they have those same um, intentional, you know, opportunities to share and open up about their relationship. So I think hearing from other married men in that, in a safe space like that has been valuable to all of us. So Yeah. And it goes, you know, it's right on brand with Love Madden. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's important to do life in community. And Mm -hmm. so in in real life. Right. Yeah. And so investing in that, taking the time, mm-hmm. um, having those shared experiences just deepens the relationships that you all have amongst the wives and yeah. the cu- and the husbands. Yeah. Um, and so you're able to learn from one another. And that is awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, anything else you want to share in terms of uh, words of wisdom for our single women out there or um, something for our married listeners as well? Um, for the single women, enjoy your singleness. Mm. Don't spend the whole time that you have being single. I know it's easier than said than done. Worried about finding your man or what it's going to be like or just in the future or in the past. Just mm. stay in the present. Um, live your life, girl. Live your life, yeah. And then for the married people, I think sometimes when you are in something, um, that's a you know a good thing it's marriage is a good thing you it's easy to take it for granted Mm. you see all the challenge and the difficulty and the day-to-day grunt work of it all but um it's a blessing like marriage is a good thing so Mm -hmm. um sometimes just give yourself that reality check like i mean for the most part it's a good thing if it ain't a good thing get out of there sis because you got a whole lot of life to live um but you know if you're in a good situation, it's going to have its bumps and bruises, but don't get caught up on that. Like just whatever the argument is, the quicker you can get over it, the quicker you can move on to the joy of marriage. Mm. Don't get stuck there. Yeah. And I would just say, you know, one thing that I've learned from, you know, watching the two of you and other married couples that are in my life is that marriage is you know, is work. And so hearing the stories about the good times and some of the more challenging times has really set my expectations as a single woman who desires to be married, that marriage is not all roses and rainbows and that it does take work. Um, There will be great times, but there will also be some bad times that you may have to work through um, as well. And so that's just life. Yeah. You have to be willing to do the work. work. Life is, um, is not perfect because sometimes when people use that marriage is work um, language, mm-hmm. especially when you're like engaged and you're about to go into marriage, like it is a downer. Mm. I mean, yes, marriage is work. I agree with mm-hmm. you. But it's like it seems like when people are newly engaged or just newly married and you're doing the bridal shower stuff and they're giving you all the nuggets, you keep hearing that. And it's like, shit, like (laughs) I didn't sign up for another nine to five. Yeah. So when people it's work, it's hard work, but it's rewarding. It's like, dog, I'm yeah, I'm doing all right by myself. So I don't want to discourage anybody. It is work, but life is work. It's not perfect, but life's not perfect. But Mm -hmm. for me, I would say it's been overwhelmingly worth it. You know, I love being married to my husband so same here yeah 
Lewis, anything else that you want to share with the listeners? Um, as far as advice, no, I don't. Uh, I think Maddie did a good job giving advice to the ladies. Um, I don't have anything else to give them. They're good. I'll, I'll wait for them to send you guys questions. Or anything that, you know, you want to, you may have forgotten. Oh, um, I wanted to say something about, I think Maddie said something when you guys were asking me a question and she said, uh, once you knew, I guess she was the one, what characteristics were you looking for? Or what things did you hope for? Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I didn't say like a, a maternal or a motherly quality, not for me, but to be able to raise my child, like mm. caring and, and things like that. Mm. Uh, Maddie has some things in her that remind me of my mother in a good way. Not, mm. you know, like, you know. Sheesh. Yeah, but. The, <laughs> you don't want to marry your thing. mother. Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> nurturing, I guess. The nurture, yeah. nurturing qualities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and she's easy on the eye. Bad train. Thanks. <laughs> that doesn't hurt. Now it's time for this or that. This or that. This or that. You can get with this or you can get with that. Or you can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. But you should get with this because this is where it's at. Hey, so we're going to do rapid fire. You don't have time to overthink this. I want to want you to give me the first thing that comes to mind. <clears throat> I'm going to start with Lewis. Peanut butter. <laughs> Sir. Go ahead. Home-cooked meal or eat out? Home-cooked meal. Mm. Maddie, cuddling or quickie? Quickie. We know where your head's at. <laughs> Lewis, gifts or words of affirmation? Words of affirmation. Really? Hmm. Yeah. We're learning something <laughs> new every day. All right. Maddie, date night or Netflix and chill? Date night out, please. Ooh. Get me out the house. Yeah, I heard Lewis playing some awesome dates. So he that does, makes totally all right. sense. All right. Lewis, workout partners or business partners? Business partners. We can't work out together. Not at all. At all. <laughs> Coach Carter over here. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know how that's, that works out. Nope. Maddie, he wears the pants or you wear the pants? He wears the pants. Ah, I love it. <laughs> Lewis, poop with the door open or the door closed? Wide open. It's what? disrespectful. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> you it, like, come here real quick. I want to talk to you about something. Nah. This, this disrespectful wait? is talking through the door. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, I did a courtesy flush. <laughs> you can have that. <laughs> Maddie, he plans the date or you plan the date? He, his dates are way better. Okay. Yeah. All right. And now it's time for questions of the episode. episode. You oh, try to go, La. I did. I, I think that's where I live. You know, when uh, Will <laughs> Smith and Hitch. Exactly. I'm going to just stay. Stay right here. Right. All right. So can each of you share a major challenge that mm. you've overcome in your marriage and how mm. you did so together? Lewis. Sure. It was um the pregnancy situation, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Loss of pregnancies and um several losses. And we were able to get through it together. Mm. That's the only way we could have got through it. Mm. Um but through God, God mm-hmm. God helped us out with this one. He definitely did and brought us together, made us stronger than ever. <coughs> and 
Yeah, I think that yeah. was. We had a strong support system, but there's still only so much your support system right. can do. It's something that you and your partner really have to. If you're blessed to have a good partner, walk through together. Walk I know there are some people who b- feel very alone. Dur- mm. You know, some women who feel very alone during that experience, which I, you know, I can understand that too. But yeah, brought us together. And I think it just shows how important it is to put God first in your relationship mm-hmm. um, so that he can sustain you uh, during those hard times. And, you know, he was with Lewis and covered Lewis so that he in turn could cover you. Mm-hmm. So that's um, that's awesome. Maddie, can you share a major challenge that you've overcome in your marriage and how you all did so together? Um, I would say that early in our marriage, I Um, struggled with some trust issues Mm. while we were engaged I think we just had some things that kind of came to light some uh, gray areas some things that weren't always fully closed out I guess before we kind of moved into getting very serious yeah or just not not that they hadn't been completely shut but Mm. that he wasn't as forthcoming about like previous relationships and things that kind of bubbled back up and then it was like oh wait a minute Mm. you weren't 100% about xyz Mm. Um, and it all came to a head, you know, in a very dramatic way during, you know, while we were engaged. And I will say to anybody who is engaged, I don't think it's uncommon to have some struggles during your engagement mm-hmm. period okay. or even your first or second year of marriage. I feel like there's a lot of fire testing during mm-hmm. that period. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that what was difficult for me to overcome was even after wrongs had been righted and, um, he was very forthcoming and honest and, you know, we shared passwords and did all the things that one could do and ask for forgiveness, I still was processing. You know, it's not just like, okay, now all this has been done, so now you just switch the flip Mm -hmm. on, you know, and flip the switch on, and now everything's fine. Um, But at what point is that no longer fair to the other person who has now taken the action and asked for forgiveness? You know, how long can you kind of hold that emotional... I mean, to some extent, emotional manipulation, Mm. you know? So at what point do you say, all right, I've forgiven this person. I can't hold this over their head forever. Um, There's not much more that, you know, as Tyrese said, what more do you want from me? So (laughs) (laughs) when did Tyrese say that? What? Tennille, these people are not going to listen to this podcast anymore if you don't know no pop culture (laughs) references. Are you kidding me? Not joking. I do have a bad memory though, so it doesn't mean that Maybe I, didn't I didn't say see it right. Does anybody else know what anything? I'm talking? It's not a movie. Oh, then yeah. Was, um, multiple people don't know. Do you know what it is, babe? When Tyrese was like, "What more do you want from me?" When he was going through it with his baby mother and he was crying, oh, I do remember on that. Instagram, okay. and it was All so dramatic. Right. I'm dropping this in this in the uh, socials again, so y'all can back me up once again. But Lewis, any how oh, do we ahead. get through it together? Yeah. Right. How do we get through it together? Open lines of communication. Right. Uh, open everything. Open just everything. open relationship. Mm. Just completely yeah, over, just, over just, communicate. Uh, over communicate. Over yeah. yeah. And Lewis, were there specific things that you did to try to regain her trust? Just show my actions. Continue okay. to be, you know, extremely open. Over communicate, like I just said, and you know, show her who I am. I love it. And cut off all the unnecessary <laughs> people. Just say bye-bye. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that is bye, part of bye, it. Bye, bye, that bye, is part bye, of it. Um, Tanil, can we ask you a question of the episode? Sure. All right. 
So can you share a challenge that you've overcome in a past relationship that you will not bring into the next one, which will be the last one? This is true. So in past relationships, I have been a potential patty. I have. Uh, oh, yeah. This one I called you Project Pat. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I love was, a project. I loved a project. I felt like I was put into that person's life to like upgrade them. And, and y'all love them. Yes. And to like work on them, to get them to transform into whatever it is in my mind. I thought that they should be I was because I was also expectation Emily so I had these high expectations for people that people you know that I didn't always even communicate to my partner at the time but I was expecting them to live up to and expecting them to change into and you cannot change a person Mm. Um, and so I'm done like I said with projects you got to come especially at you know 39 tiptoeing to 40 i don't have time for someone who is you don't have to be perfect i'm not saying that because he won't be so he, right he won't that. be perfect mm-hmm. but you need to have a stable foundation a lot of what lewis talked about earlier in the episode like being a provider come like assemble uh, yeah come it can't come, be like come, a come Kia, ikea i don't need no yeah i don't need no <laughs> nothing that bolts. i have to put together <laughs> right right come correct so that's what i won't be taking into this next relationship love projects that. love it great so yeah so thank you lewis for joining yeah, us thank you for being here the people wanted you so well they're not wanted you per se but they really had a lot of questions around love and dating, dating. we did we got a lot and of so um yeah. we are just so appreciative that you were able to join us we are um appreciative that you all were transparent with us mm-hmm. because that's what the people need um to get where they want to go so maybe we'll have you back lewis um, if back. you would, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> we might have to do a little buttering. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know. as soon as we say uh, uh, cut on this joint, he gonna be like, <laughs> I ain't doing this again. Thanks for listening to the Love Madden podcast. Wait, are you subscribed yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Want to show more love? Rate and review. Then let's keep talking over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. Love M A A D E N.